Welcome back, everyone, to episode two of uh, the Dynasty Podcast. Joining me uh, at the bottom of the standings, my my friend Jesse. Jesse, thanks for joining us. How's it feel at the bottom with me? Fuck off, Uber. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and uh, the often injured, but usually uh-huh. skeet, skeets by uh, Matty P. I What's do a up, lot of skeeting. I do a lot of skeeting. <laughs> you, do, you do lots of skeeting. Guilt, guilty. Three and On, one record. Feel good? Yeah. No. No? <laughs> no, definitely not. All right, it never so feels what? good to be looking up in the standings at Muldoon. That's, that's not, it's nothing good comes of that. It's bad all Fuck around. Muldoon. Yeah, that guy's the worst. He, he must feel real good right now, doesn't he? Yeah, he loves it. He's pretending that he doesn't actually feel as good as he does, but we're not buying it. Just waiting for it to crumble. I, actually, I keep wishing that he still owns Wentz and he doesn't. It's sad. I actually think he's pretending to not feel as bad as he actually feels. But oh. do you, uh, do you have a, I believe you, you um, preface this. Do you have a take on why we're seeing a much more docile Vince this year in the recaps? Yeah, he's fat and happy. Yeah. That's it. I mean, he's literally fat. Have you seen him lately? Yeah, he's like, huge. He always talks about nudes being fat. Like, well, yeah. dude is moved into, I'd say, at least a C, approaching a D cup. Yeah. Yeah. Is this uh, true? And... You're going to yeah. find out in a few weeks. You'll see no, in a couple of weeks. It feels best. And on top of that, he's 4-0. So he's truly fat and happy, right? His team is winning. He's likes, you know, <clears throat> he's like the opposite of nudes. Muldoon is very much in it, but pretends that maybe he doesn't have a good enough team, or yeah. at least he was doing so the first few weeks. And now maybe he's coming around and accepting it. Whereas nudes is also very much in it, but wishes for some reason he misses he the, wasn't. He misses <laughs> the feeling. It. Well, I mean, you know, when you climb into the upper echelon of this league, it comes with a lot of pressure. There's a lot of stress around. This is a very competitive league. And Nudes is used to being in the swamp with very little to lose very little at risk. He's playing, he's playing essentially blackjack with other people's money. And now the, the, the they told him, you've got to play with your own chips. I'm afraid it'd be better. <laughs> Sir, he doesn't know what to, to do. A couple hands. He doesn't know what to do. He traded all of those picks for all of these players. And now he has a wispy team. He basically just modeled his team after his um, idol wispy. And then he looks and he's like worried that he has quite literally nothing else. And so now he's like very scared. He's not a tightrope. He's a tightrope man. So it's interesting. There's a lot of weird dynamic shifts this year. It's fun. It's confusing. The more successful, the more stressful is what you're saying. Yeah, that's essentially it. It's a lot of pressure to stay up top. I I don't hate what Muldoon does. He sets expectations far lower than he knows. He's used used to doing that in his life. Yeah. (laughs) He's had a lot of practice. He's had a lot of practice. Yeah. But he he definitely needs more events. Like, I actually was thinking, I feel like I don't think you could do this because there's only one Vince. You can't have multiple Vinces. But at this point in the season, I feel like I could be a better Vince because I fucking hate everyone right now and everything. And I think that's part of what it takes to be a good Vince. 
Are you proposing a roving uh, recap given by the team that's in last place, almost like a relegation flavor to the recap? Do you think everybody's ready for that? I would I like know. to participate in that too. <laughs> Does Rock have that in him? Because he's going to be in the mix some of these weeks. Oh, I think Rock definitely. Are you kidding me? I think he absolutely has it in him. The question could is, be, like, Whispers is up top, but would Whispers actually have it in him? Actually, imagine Whispers doing it how could, fucking funny that would be. could could that's we could be onto something here we do need to keep the league as tri commissioners we are responsible for keeping this league fresh and entertaining and i think we do a good job of that but this you know we might have to take this one back to the boardroom and, and yeah uh, kick it around it is tough to take it away from him though i think i think he just needs to step up a little bit more um we just need a little heat. more commitment we just need fire. a little more commitment yeah more more vince and more accountability and reliability we never know when that I, thing's coming in that is true we have a cadence for the stanks. Mm-hmm. So we have that going for us. Yep. We don't have a cadence for the this date in history, but those have been Phenomenal 10 out of 10 trick. since they yeah. started. 10 yeah. out of yeah. 10. Yeah. I didn't even know I needed it. And now I don't know how to live without it. Yeah. I, I only wish we had a little bit more, but I don't think you can overdo that because no. there's only so many, yeah. you know, these days in league history, All, you know? <laughs> It seems very solid. premeditated too. So I feel like D Bland, he's a methodical man, very pragmatic. I feel like he's had this plan and he's got certain days. I would imagine he's got a calendar and he's plucked certain events out and he's waiting. So he's got it mapped out in advance and he's waiting for certain days to be able to drop the funniest of the best of. So those are great. They're fantastic. I can't wait till we get into year 13, 20, <laughs> and he's still doing it from the early years. Yeah. It's assuming we're all still here. Who's. <laughs> I plan on being here. <laughs> if Maldon keeps getting fatter, maybe he won't be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you love that. All right. You guys want to start with the bottom? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Shall Let's we? Do it. Uh, do it. I'm going to start with you, Jesse, just because you're 12 and I'm 11. Yeah, that's fair. Actually, um, it's not fair. None of this is fair. But sure. <laughs> Why don't you just, where's your head at? What are you thinking? <laughs> Um, I came into the season thinking I had a chance at winning. I don't know that I thought I would have won, but I think Mm -hmm. I'm definitely a playoff team and you never know what can happen in the playoffs. So I feel like you always have a chance if you get to the playoffs. Um, and my team has completely (laughs) underperformed and I actually went for a good little run today. And I had a nice moment of clarity looking at my team from 50,000 feet, I think. And, uh, you know, I, I, you can kind of see some holes and some gaps now that maybe I didn't see four weeks ago, eight weeks ago, whatever. Um, I think it's a combination of things. I think you got guys like Stafford who can't keep upright in that offensive line. Maddie and I were talking about this earlier. It's just a disaster. So, yeah, that Rams offense is a, is a nightmare right now. Um, Rogers, you know, in hindsight and foresight, doesn't really have anyone to throw to. Uh, but it just feels like both of those guys kind of, I mean, they finished, I think, like six and nine last year. Like they're not even close to that at this point in time. Taylor hasn't done as much of anything. Fournette is fine, but the Tampa offense isn't that great. And then I have nobody to throw the ball to Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore, or Michael Pittman. So I look at this team and it's like they're all underperforming, but maybe I should have planned a little bit better for that. But I also didn't think that they would all completely underperform from day one. So, um, yeah, I'm at a bit of a crossroads with my team. I think you could expect 
two or three to underperform. Yeah, I think he had a solid team going in, but nobody can account for everybody having a down season, which you've had thus far. Um, there's like you can see like the outlook and like oh yeah that kind of adds up, but for it to happen for your entire offense is quite crazy. Uh, the the one shining part of your team is Micah Parsons, who's just phenomenal. Um, yeah, I, I, you drafted him right before um, in our draft. I was going to take JOK always, but you thought I was going to take Parsons, so you traded up and grabbed him, and it's been a great pick for you ever since. I think so. He's the one shining spot on your defense, and your offense has just been disappointing. Disappointing is an understatement. I fucking hate all of them. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but here's the thing. You know, do. you know, you know, you've you you finally. I've been in your spot where you come into the season with expectations. You feel like you're in a pretty good spot in terms of like where you think you may finish and what your what your upside is. And then when you get the bottom of that projection, it's very frustrating because you're not used to losing because you're used to having a team that's competitive and in the mix. And so it's tough, but I think like you could rebuild on the fly. We talked about this earlier. You definitely need to figure something out with quarterback, but who doesn't honestly, you're not alone there. It's obviously a pretty tough spot. So I think you've got pieces, you've got receivers, you can shed some players and kind of regroup a little bit. You're you have your first, which is a godsend in this spot. Cause the worst thing you can be doing is accidentally backing into a terrible season and not having your own first. That's I don't. Know. I, I, don't. I, I do. Oh, you right. have it, Hoove. But don't you have one, Jeff? Who do you have? I have, I have news. news. I'm okay. trying to trade Jesse his pick so he can yeah. tank and get his guy. Wow. So new who he's come true. full circle as the main terrorist in your story. He's got you. He's <laughs> no, got you by the curly. It's not a yeah. terrorist. It's a handout. I wanted to have it back. No, there's no handouts. There's Andy's? no handout. We got to look at your value chart today. You upset Craggy quite a bit, and it's not there's no handouts. Oh, Craggy's very upset. Craigie, we haven't, but we haven't heard from him all day. I know my value chart is off, but dear God. <laughs> No, you. Uh, it could be a. We'll see. I'm excited to see what you do over the next few weeks. Just because you do have to pick a lane now, you've been forced into that. Because zero and four, I would say this for both of you. Unfortunately, even though Hooves is not warranted, like your max points for is literally second in the league right now. So you've you you haven't even underperformed so much as you've just picked bad lineups. Like you're literally right behind Whispers and just above Muldoon for points scored. You're like Who, 40 me? Ab- you. Yeah. So, but zero and four is tough because you both you need to win eight games now. You got to go eight and two on the way out to make the playoffs. So you really, it's time to make a decision either way. I don't think you have any more runway. Yeah, I'm not making the playoffs, but let's talk about who's. Sure, yeah. let's do it. Who's? Um, I I imagine you're gonna do literally nothing and just pretend like you're spoiling other people's seasons and wherever the chips fall, they fall because you won last year and you don't care. I bet you don't make one trade from here. That's probably accurate because I feel that way. Um, yeah, I, I don't really care. I won last season. I feel good. I'd love yeah, to that's... win again. Um, yeah. The whole purpose of the offseason, which I'll stand by. Muldoon has trashed my offseason. I want to litigate it in a second because I stand by every move <laughs> except for you one. Too. You too. Muldoon, we're fighting. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm cool with this season. You know, it is what it is. I put, I, I'm putting the, what I think is the best lineup out there. I'm getting absolutely smashed on the points against. There's nothing I can do about that. Whispers mm-hmm. destroys me. Every single yeah. time I play that guy, he just crushes me. And then the other games I barely lost. So I feel pretty good about 
how my team is performing, where I'm at, the chips aren't falling where they are. Can't control that. It is what it is. Um, the, the, the off season that I want to litigate is I feel like I've made moves that have been uh, good for the future. And I haven't taken that much of a hit in the early on. The, the one move I regret is the T. Higgins trade, which I traded a first in 2.14, and I, I regret that. T. Higgins is incredible. I love the guy. Wish I didn't trade him. Happy I traded Najee. Happy I traded Javante Williams. I think all those were good moves. So, If you don't, trade, Clyde, if you don't trade Higgins, do you trade Chase, or do you just keep I both? I keep both. I keep both like I keep an Ayuk on the bench. Okay. Um the Clyde you can't for, you have to start both of them. You can't. Those are two guys you can't sit. You can sit. Yeah, I'd start right both. I'd start both, and then I wouldn't have acquired Terry McLaurin, who sucks. Correct. Yeah, yeah. he's washed. He's over. No, you know what? He's not washed. But that court. I mean, Wentz is going to lose that job probably in a couple of weeks. They're not going to go back to Heineke. They already know what they got there. There's no point. Howell's going to be playing. I don't this know. This is Maddie. This is Maddie building stock for Howell. He's gonna, it, It's all right there. I was looking literally before this. They're like people in Washington are already have had enough of Wentz. Plus, what the hell he are we going to learn? He's terrible. The only person yeah. worse is Baker. But you speculate on those guys because that's how you get yourself back in, in the mix with uh, assets. If you hit I think a quarterback. Uh, with Terry McLaurin, who I never really liked, I don't think anybody likes him, but I think people think he's <laughs> good. So people just keep acquiring him. He's the, he's the most traded player in our league. I've owned him twice. Most people have owned him at least once. Uh-huh. Everybody just thinks he's like, oh, he's good. People will want him. He sucks. My no, he doesn't I'm suck. saying that. He does. It's amazing that you it don't. Sucks. It's amazing no. that you don't like him, but you traded yeah. for him. Yeah, I because don't like him. I acquired him thinking, oh, he's a good receiver. Like he's consistent and he's good, and people like he him. Has hands. He's traded, but he sucks. He's just people he's don't like a guy they trade. Right? The guy that's been traded six times is not somebody that people like. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> until they end up on Falco's roster and they go to die because that's where they're going to be, or D Bland's roster. Either way, uh, so the, I hate. I hated that I acquired him. I'm happy I got rid of. Um, I I, I acquired Clyde edwards lair mm-hmm. over Harris because that backfield switching, in my opinion, and. Um, the I Bateman, think that was a win. The Bateman for you. Judy trade, uh, you're winning that so far, but I, I still like Judy a lot. Uh, so that trade, those guys are gonna finish every year in the exact same spot. And it's just a matter of who which one of those two you like more. Neither one of them has an advantage. I think it was a, it's a dead heat. I just happen to be a big Bateman fan. I know all the cons against his situation, but I think he's a good football player. But they're those guys are the same guys. We just both liked either one. Mm-hmm. So that's that that trade's a wash. Before we move on to Rick, uh Jesse, where's your head at with the trade that we're discussing? Do we want to talk about that? I think I think do you want to sh- do, do you want to talk about what the trade offer is and then you can tell people where your head's at? Sure. Uh, okay. So the current offer that's out there, we've gone back and forth a couple times. I know your answer is going to be no. Um, hold on, I'm trying to pull it up on the computer. I'm offering you your first back, Forrest is first back, and then a 2025 second for Jonathan Taylor and Wilson, whatever his first name is. Jeff Wilson. Jeff. <laughs> Jeffrey. It's Dr. Wilson. That's Dr. Doctor, Jeff Wilson. Dr. To Wilson to you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. That's the trade. So two first and uh, a late second. 
You've been active today, who have you been hunting big game backs? Well, you guys are calling me out as being soft. Fuck you guys. Yeah, it's true. You are. I make trades. I won't stand. For These this. are big boy trades. All right. These I are make not big nibbles. boy trades. I made one last year for Lamb. You have made big boy trades. I will give you that. There are some owners in our league who have never made one, but you have made them. Go ahead, Jesse. Where's your head at? Is it an auto decline? It's not an auto decline. If it was, I would have declined it already. Like I do most of the trades that I get from you almost immediately. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's, I feel like, I don't think it's unfair. I don't know if it's enough to com- get me to part ways with, with JT, who I'm obviously a, a big fan of. Um, but it truly is, it has me thinking. I need to do a little uh, more like, tickling. I don't mm-hmm. I don't take Please. this stuff lightly. I think nudes made a comment about me being a very patient trader earlier. Um, and I think because I, I like to try to just make sure I cover all bases before I just impulsively do something. I have to think things through. I have to feel it. I have to process it. <laughs> uh, so I think that's where I'm at. I'm not against it. I'm not automatically accepting it. I'm trying to just think it through and make sure it makes sense. Either way. Okay. You're still running. You're still running into clear yeah, your head. Let me so. let me grab the feather and see if I can tickle a little bit yeah, further. Get underneath. Get underneath. Under I'm carriage. dropping two guys. I would I would add my favorite Mims and oh, Isaiah, a, Isaiah Simmons. What a gift. That's oh. nice. That's an edible arrangement. There you go. Does Mims still play in the league? No, him and Rager in the CFL now. I think Muldoon owns them both. Do you Denzel, know? That's a men's gonna be good. I didn't even know Rager was on the Vikings <laughs> until like three days ago. <laughs> so brutal to put him there. He, let me uh, let me let me sleep on that hooves. I don't think he's gonna. Make it was it. it was a mostly a joke, but I, I will need to add two people. Something to ponder. Uh, shall we move on? Let's do it. Go rock. He Let's is one in three. Yep. He's he scored one uh, 647 points. That's second last in the league to the two and two LeBreeze. And he's uh, only had 719 points against him. Matt, what's your take on his season thus far? I, th- I think from here, we'll be doing ourselves a disservice from here on out if we, we should dis- disregard points for, honestly. I would only okay. really think about max points for because the records for the bottom six teams obviously are irrelevant. It's your max points for in reverse order of the picks. So in that sense, he's up. So Rick is not looking to come in last because he doesn't have his pick. Obviously I have it. So it, he's trying to, to, there's no incentive for him to like tank. He's trying to win games. And I think so far he's done a pretty good job of staying patient. Like we told him to his um, nothing's really changed about his team. I think. I don't really know what the plan was for him with Tua either way, but I think it's pretty well established now. Like his value, I think, is pretty locked in. Ideally, if you're making a run to a championship, you don't you want him as your QB two. You want him in the super flex spot. If he's your QB one, you're probably not making a play. It's just it's not going to happen. They don't. He he doesn't run. He's not one of those guys. Um, Fields is cooked. He's not going to make it. He's not going to make it out there next year. So then, you know, he's gonna he's kind of like unfortunately headed down the Josh Rosen path, which oh, is not God, great. Those are big words. Yeah. Because you don't, there's no value for him. 
if, if, if this continues this year and they don't trust him to throw any passes, Rick, you know, everybody will make a million excuses for the Bears. There's always a million excuses for the Bears. But the fact of the matter is, if he goes through this whole season looking like this, they're going to draft someone and he's gone. There's just no way. It's a new regime. They're not going to stick with him. So I think quarterback is where I start because it's always important. But, you know, he needs to flip Mostert for something, get that guy off his team immediately. He is owning the backfield of Miami. It's not even a timeshare. Edmonds is getting like 10% of the work. Like they're just, do you think he'd take a third? Stop talking Edmonds. Yeah. Sorry. I saw you pop off there. Um, It's tough. Like he's probably worth a late second because of his role right now, but everybody knows he's going to break. So it's really hard to trade those guys. So Rick might have to go get instead of a pick, maybe he goes to find another asset that's depressed that, somebody's looking to get rid of that he can buy on the cheap and then just see, cause you know, you can't overplay your hand with these guys, but Rick still has pieces. I think Algier is going to get a shot to play now with Patterson out. Um, Devonta's good. There's nothing else really on his team that anybody would want to buy, but his focus right now should be selling anything that's not bolted down and just sticking and trying to win any games that he can. It, no matter what he does at this point, he's locked into one of those top three picks his 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 team is not going to move outside of that range but no he's he's staying the course he's doing what he can do uh jesse does he know justin fields is no longer good Mm, i think rick believes that the bears are not putting him in a position to succeed Mm -hmm. but i don't know that he has fully come around on what some people are saying is that the bears might just take a different quarterback next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know, I don't know where that stands either. I, I can't really weigh in one way or the other, but I think that's where Rick probably is. And I think he's, I think he's realistic to some degree, but I also think you don't know enough. I, I think Rick would say, I don't know enough about him yet because he's not in a position to succeed. So how do we know what he is? Would be my guess. Which isn't which isn't inaccurate, but in our context here, in this league and dynasty, it doesn't matter because there's precedence for teams just taking a different guy. Like he's not guaranteed anything next year, and that means his value is cratering in a league like this where people aren't going to want to trade for him. So he's kind of stuck with him. He kind of has to stick it out now. Like you can't get a first round pick for Fields. It's impossible. Um, I like him. I do like Fields. As a fancy player, I don't think he's a talented quarterback after watching him play as many games as he has. This, if situations were different, if he were to went to San Francisco, I think he would be talking about a completely different player. Yeah. Uh, and But the yep. Bears are two and two. I think the worst thing for, for him is the Bears suck. They get a top three pick and take a quarterback, and then they're going to replace Fields. That would be mm. my opinion. Yep. So the fact that they're two and two is some some hope for him. Yeah, I, that's an that's hope. The last thing I'll say, and I'll kick it to you, Jesse, before we move on, I like his defense a lot. I like what he's done on the defensive side. He's slowly building up a, a unit through trades, through free agency, that I think is solid, and they're younger. And uh, that's, a, that's a good place to start when you're in a cheap way to build a team as well. So I like what he's doing there. Yep. Yep. It's, that's a, it's a good spot to spend resources because they're free. You get them on waivers. And you can yeah. find those guys and you can, and you can really anchor you win. We we've seen it. You can win weeks with IDP. So yeah, that's, that's true. He's doing a good job there. He went and got Warner for less than a first. So 
He yeah. did it. That's all that matters. Yeah. And I uh, I handed him Highsmith, and he's he's in good shape there. So that's what you got to do. I think Crosby's the number one DN right now, a guy that I've had on my radar for some time. He's been owned a lot by a lot of he people. Has been owned oh, God, just opened his player page. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times he's been added and dropped. Yep, <laughs> everybody's owned him. Yeah, he's the town bike. All right, Labrie, two and two. Why is he two? How is he two and two? He played Rick twice. He did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> he did. Oh, no. um, <laughs> but I mean, I didn't. I didn't think Labrie was going to win a game. If you remember, I said yeah. I can see him not winning a single game this year, and mm-hmm. I have not won a single game this year. So what? God, the... do we have egg in our face? What do yeah. I know? His over under was two and a half, and I said I bet I don't even lose three games. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's baffling if you look at his team, and I don't even know. I mean, he literally hasn't sent. He has not contributed a single message to the chat in six months, so he's essentially a ghost. And he's somehow, I mean, he's got two quarterbacks that are very average. He's got two tight ends that are pretty good. He's got a running back. I don't, This is, it's gross. I don't know. Dude, I don't know he, what's happening. his starting quarterback this week had 2.46 points. Yeah. I mean, Rick lost Tua. So, you know, if you assume Tua has an average game, then Rick probably wins the week. Yep. Rick yeah, also but it won't starts- matter. Cook, who gets zero points. Does he have no other running backs to start? I don't understand. No, no, no there's nothing else going on. Okay, anyway, why would you not start McKissick? Why are you starting Cook? I don't get that. Anyway, um, yeah, Labrie, why, I don't know how he's doing it. Why haven't Labrie and Rock pulled off a Montgomery trade yet? That one seems right right there for the taking. They, those two could come together on that. Oh, there you go. Look at that providing trade value. Yeah, I'll get it done. Labrie's super open to some pretty realistic trades. Is Labrie winning a game the rest of the, the season? Uh, sure as shit, I don't know. Let's let's see his schedule. He's got Wispy this week, so he's done there. Nudes, Muldoon, Craigie, Dbland, myself, Falco, you Hoover. He's got you two week 12 and 13, but that's not going to be a fun matchup for him. I mean, depending on if Jesse sells, I don't see any other games on his schedule. He's done playing. <laughs> he's done with Rock. So I don't know yeah. over under on wins for him for the rest of the year is one and a half for sure. Yeah. Watch him go fucking make the playoffs and I'm going to yeah. miss out. We'll have, um, to, we'll have to blow the league up. We'll have to nuke it. If that happens, let's just make a pact. Semi-serious question. Is he that picture? Is that him in, as a logo? <laughs> <laughs> How serious when you say semi-serious? <laughs> um, yes. Do we is, move on to Craigie? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> who I slammed. Yeah, he didn't like that. You made him sad. Made well, him sad. I'll first apologize. And uh nice, big of you. I'm happy he's two and two. I like I like Craig. He's one of our my favorite team league members. So glad he's yep. playing well. His team's consistently good. It sucks that he lost Javante Williams. Um, does I feel yep. bad because Javante Williams honestly is one of the coolest fancy football players and deserves more playing time. And that's going to set him back quite a bit. I think, mm-hmm. um, I think the Antonio Gibson train is, is coming to an end. Yeah. Uh, but the, the surprise of the season for me has been golf who is QB five on the season, wild yeah. stuff. And then Jalen Waddle, who's 
having a really good season as well. What's your take on uh, Craig's team, Jesse? He got Goff for two for thirds free. and for a Quez free. Watkins for free. I just so saw that. It's and I knew he got him for cheap, and that was from Force, I think, right? Yep. I knew that yep. he got him cheap, but I didn't realize. Uh, I, I, nobody thought he would be this good. Everyone thought that he wasn't. He's not. He, his job is in trouble. I know, but he's doing stuff there, and I know yeah. they just he played Seattle. But I mean, he's putting up points every week. I mean, I guess actually last week he wasn't that great, but I don't know. Anyway, my take overall on his team is uh, I love Waddle. Boyd has games from time to time. Goff's been great. Metcalf can score. Um, he's got some defensive guys. I, I, you know, I still think, I think Craigie's Craigie has done what I think we said at the beginning, which he has continued to take over a team that didn't have much and build and build and build. And I think he still has more building to do, but I think he's absolutely on the right track. Brick by brick. Yeah. He's in a good spot. I wouldn't hate his spot because Watson will be back at some point. Correct. Mills is not Mills is terrible. That's that experiment is going to go one more year here. And I think he's probably cooked, but Goff as your second quarterback, nice running backs, really good receivers, um, a, a nice tight end. He seems like he has an all right defense. He's got a couple guys on the bench. It would not shock me if we look up at the end of the year and he's a five or a six seed at all. Yep. I agree. Oh, I think he's yeah. make the playoffs. He has Deandre Hopkins coming back here. Uh, yep, he'll have, true. Uh, Watson, and then he has his replacement for Gibson is is Robinson, who we drafted in the fourth round. Smart grab by him to get the handcuff, and he ends up being probably the better player. Yep. Would you would you trade me, Ramondre Stevenson? What's what is your value on Ramondre? <laughs> I think you saw you it. Do. We all saw it. A first and a second. He's a second yeah. round player, is he not? Yeah. I don't want to see a value. Okay. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. The value chart is it's uh it's it's like you go to the eye doctor and they keep asking you to, to read each line and you get to the one that's just completely blurry in this. <laughs> that's the value chart. If Craigie wasn't Craigie a Pats Shutai. fan, I would have been able to get him a long time ago. <laughs> he watches I mean, he watches him and he's like, he's definitely the better back there. It do, but doesn't matter. Like the context of the team is what's important. Like that's true. It's a slow offense. There's no explosiveness. If they don't score touchdowns, Stevenson catches passes, so he's got insulated value. But it's one thing to want and dream for more in terms of a return and a trade, but it's another thing to be like way off in terms of if you don't want to trade those those guys, that's fine. But the value is like just so far off. But Craigie's made a habit of just lurking and hitting people with truly wretched trade offers over and over and over again until somebody <laughs> accidentally accepts one. He wow. got himself on the Gibson trade. He burned himself. He gifted rock. That was one of the worst trades I've seen in quite some time. But again, he's in good shape. I think he's he just needs to keep sending off all trades and hope somebody accidentally accepts one and he's in business. Please don't encourage this. <laughs> oh my God. No, I'm trying to disencourage awful trades. No, no, no. Keep doing it, Craigie. Do your thing. Oh, As gosh. the leader of the awful trade committee, uh, Craigie, we don't need those. <laughs> Keep them coming. <laughs> Keep them coming. Um, hey, Matt, should we talk about your favorite player in the league who you talked so highly about before we launched the pod? Uh, I've been roasting Falco all week. I oh, can't God. stop. I can't stop. I'm so I'm so frustrated. It's a love with hate. You love everything. Him. I do love Falco. He's he, two uh, and he, two. He's, he's two a seven two. seed. He's on the outside looking in. 
trying to sneak into the playoffs and beat Forrest. How's his team looking this season, Maddie? Are you? He's got the same team he's had or? for three years. He's got the exact <laughs> same team. All he did was overpay for a, a clearly declining Najee Harris. All he did was wildly overpay for the worst running back with the most regression coming. And he's got the same team and he's just hung in there. I had a conversation and we had a nice conversation this week. And I said, okay. Falco, what's the, what's the plan? And he told me the plan was to stay in it, but he's not sure if he should stay in it, but he might stay in it. And he's not sure if he wants to stay in it, but he thinks he has a chance, but he's not sure if he has a chance. What does so that Fal- even mean? It means he's on the fence and his team is old and it's not capable of winning and he needs to sell some of these pieces and retool, but I do not think he's capable of it. He's shown me no ability to do so. So he has deluded himself into thinking that the team that he currently has is good enough to beat one of the top four teams in the league and it's just not happening. So he's in limbo. If I were him, there's a very clear path out of this to maintain relevance moving forward. And if he doesn't take that path, by the time we get to this point next year, he will be irrelevant. Before I kick it off to you, Jesse, I want to praise our schedule because it is delivering excellence so far this season. Yeah, great job by us. Falco's next two games, two and two, Craig. That's that's a tight matchup. That winner is going to have a front-running seat into the playoffs. And then after that, he plays Forrest, who he needs to beat to get into the playoffs as well. So two teams, two and two. I know it's early. Everyone's probably thinking playoffs. I, I especially am. Mm-hmm. But uh, his next two games are going to be real interesting. Jesse, what do you think of his team so far? Uh, when Falco contributes something to this league, I'll contribute to his team. <laughs> oh, next. my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Thank God I'll never hear this. I'd hate for him to not trade with me as much as he does now. Does he listen to podcasts? Seriously, does he know how to? I don't think he knows how to get on there. Only um, if the AARP sponsors it. Um, I think transistor radio. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that the one thing I will say is people have been uh, discussing the schedule and praising it up and down. The of work course. we try commission done. So of course, great job, guys. Yeah, eleven out of twelve people love it. <laughs> Who does it? Uh, just a couple of massive big brains that just did a perfect job of putting the schedule together. It's great. Uh, are we going to see a turnaround with George Kittle? No. He scored nope. he's, eight he's points their, all season. He's their new left tackle. It's too <laughs> yeah. bad. I like watching George Kittle too. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Kittle's good, but you know what? Again, tight end doesn't matter. It's just irrelevant unless you have unless you have Andrews or Kelsey. It really just doesn't matter because the rest of the guys are all the same. There's just really no variance there. Shall we move into the top six? Let's do it. So we're moving into the 800 club, I'm calling it. I know you didn't want to bring up points for again. Um, These are the actual starting lineups and these people in the playoffs thus far and all have scored over 800 points. So kudos to them. Uh, Forrest, two and two. And, uh, so far, good season. His team name is out by week nine. Certainly doesn't seem that way thus far. <laughs> Hertz is dominating, aside from a quiet week last week. Chubb, I believe, is the RB1 or two on the season. RB1, amazing stuff. Mike Williams is finally starting to have a moment here. And uh, I like McCaffrey, obviously. I hate Mariota just because of what he's doing to um, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, And then a solid defense. 
Maddie, what's your take on his team so far? I think Forrest has like a, a slightly better limbo team. I talked to him this week briefly, and he mentioned that he's not sure if he's got what he needs to make a run. But I do think. Are you a reporter? I was just going to say, Maddie makes <laughs> makes the rounds, dude. In Rappaport. Guys, how do you think trades get done? All right. They don't get done by sitting and waiting for them to arrive in your inbox. They get That's done right. by, by dictating the pace. Okay. And I'm shocked. I talked right to Forrest this week and he, on the record, he said, you know, I'm going to make it. Forrest and I had to sit down. Yeah. No, he's, listen, Forrest, Forrest has Chef a lot of nice things to say about you guys. You can be sure oh, of that. No, he's, he's, he could be all right. He's got a, um, Hertz is awesome. He's got that job. It's his forever. Like he's not going anywhere. So he he got a nice, he smoked me on that deal for sure. In the big way. Um, my paper handed that. So that's good. He's got that part figured out. Mariota is terrible. He's going to lose that job in a few weeks as well. Um, so he's going to need to find another quarterback, but he's got nice young players. He has some guys. If he doesn't think he can make a run, he could sell. Um, I think Chubb is a guy that he could probably really jumpstart the, the mini rebuild with, but Forrest's got a good team. He's smart. He also does not lose. He doesn't often lose deals. He's very smart about his values and he doesn't get too far out on the limb. So I think he's got a borderline playoff team that probably doesn't have enough to win, but he's close enough where he could turn this around pretty quickly in a year and he could be a a pretty, pretty big factor. He won't be up by week nine next year. I tell you that much. Speaking of winning deals. So he won the Hertz deal. That's fair. Let me ask you about another one that I think, I know your answer too. Uh, Deion Jones, Jahan Dotson, you traded to him for Christian Kirk, Gainwell in the third. Where are you at with that today? Dotson's production has been so. I think Dotson's a good player. Um, his production has been very. Uns- I mean, he's got like he has four a, touchdowns. A t- he has four touchdowns on like I think twenty targets. So it's just it's not it's not sustainable. Yeah. I do think he's a good player. I drafted him for that reason. I made the trade because he's basically what he hopes to be Kirk in like two or three years. And so if he can get to that point to where Kirk is before he gets to the age Kirk is now, then I think he wins, but it's probably a, for the most part, a wash. I mean, I'm getting more value now than he is out of Dotson, but his roster Mm -hmm. um, was okay with that. So it's been a good swap for me because I was big on Kirk with this new situation being the number one in Jacksonville, but those guys tend to vacillate pretty much pretty, pretty rapidly throughout the years, but no, it's a good deal for both of us. The rare win-win. Yep. Win-win-win. Like the poster. Jesse, what are your thoughts on your boy? I think he needs a couple pieces to make a run. I think he has a good quality team. And I firmly believe he has an offer in his inbox, which he should accept. What? Do tell. A gentleman never tells. Hints. Is it a position? Picks. We're going to do trades live on this when we get to my team. Jesse's going to accept mine. We're going to do it on the air. Oh, my God. I'm I'm very intrigued. You should. Yeah, he, he, he has an offer. We've been going back and forth, dancing around. Uh, one main person, and I can say that I've received an offer for this individual person from at least four, maybe five teams. Uh, I have at this moment. I know who it is. 
It's a guy with titties like Muldoon. I have one in my inbox that I haven't accepted because I'm waiting to see where we land with Forrest. But Forrest actually has an offer that I think can help him in two positions uh, to solidify his his team and give himself a chance. I think that what I feel the same about any playoff team for the most part. Make the playoffs and you never, never, never know what's going to happen. Never, especially in a dynasty, ball. especially in a dynasty league. You, we have never had a repeat winner in this league. We never. Um, we might, you know, like it's not going to be Hoover this year, probably. But whispers, what? whispers, yeah, whispers won last year. He has a chance to go, you know, two and two for three. I won last but, year. I mean, yeah. two years ago, the year before you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think uh, I think Forrest should accept that deal. Okay, I hope he does. I think he does too. I know. I think I know what it is. Just looking at his team, um, that would be wise of him. Forrest, do it. And um, yeah. he, he lacks depth for sure. He has no depth. So come by week time, I'm interested to see how his team fares. He has a lot of uh, unknown and older guys. But Forrest, do the trade. You can do it. Trades. Get yourself some trades, Forrest. Shall we move on? Yeah. We shall. We must. D-Bland and Hawk. Hawk Bland. They're always good, man. This team's criminally underrated. Uh, Josh Allen, phenomenal. Cam Akers, the forgotten one. Rightfully so. James yeah. Robinson, shocking season so far in my point of view. Uh, Cooper, whatever. Curtis Samuel's been pretty good. I've been want- watching a lot of Washington's offense because uh, wondering why Terry isn't getting the ball. And uh, Samuel's one of the reasons. Sutton, everyone kind of anticipated was going to have a good season, and he hasn't disappointed so far. Fuck you, Mark Andrews. Uh, yep. Mike Evans, touchdown monster. And uh, Brady should be better with his new breakup f- from Giselle, which I kind of feel a little sad about. I don't know why. But good defense, too. He has uh, Jordan Brooks, who's always a consistent player, and Fred Warner. What's your take here, Jesse? I'll kick it back to you. Uh, yeah, I mean, good team. Yes, come on, by the way, and Amon say, Ross say Brown, who've been out. Yeah, but I don't think you can really expect a ton from Kamar anymore. No. Um, personally, I don't, you know, I don't know, but I don't know that they, I mean, you probably need it with, with acres. You're just not sure what's going to happen there with, with acres. And that we talked about the Rams offense earlier, mm-hmm. the offensive line, but he's got Damian Harris on the bench who those guys are just going to keep running the ball. Yeah. Even when Mac comes back. Um, when St. Brown gets back, he's obviously a stud. I'm pretty sure that guy's like anointed the number three wide receiver in dynasty right now, which is, <laughs> I don't know that I buy that, but that's what everyone's saying. Um, yeah, I mean, I just, I think these guys always have a solid team. And when any, whenever you have a guy like Josh Allen at quarterback, you're going to be in every single game. It's inevitable, especially when you have a, a, a solid team built around. So Agreed. I see these guys making a deep run. I could see them. They, I think they are one of the handful of teams that could win it all. Uh, I do think that they should make a move if they think it'll help solidify their team at some point. So that'll be interesting to see because I know that they do like to hold on to pick sometimes, um, To which I don't think is a bad thing. They like to build for the future while also trying to compete now. 
Uh, I always look at things like when I traded Tua last year and two first round picks for Stafford. <laughs> That's, that seems like a lot <laughs> in this moment in time, <laughs> but I am, if I think I can go for it, I'm going to go for it. So it'll be interesting to see what them and every other team that has a chance to go for it, what they do. Yeah, he has a uh, four firsts in the next three years, uh, one this year, two next, and then the one in 2025. I think this team's good. I just, the thing that it kind of worries me is, like I mentioned last time, come by week time, I don't, I'm not sure who's really going to fill in. He has a lot of guys who average six to nine points on the bench. Uh, granted, he is missing Kamara, but what are we going to ex- expect out of him and Amon Ross St. Brown? I don't, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting in my point of view. That's all. But Matt, what do you think? Yeah, I don't, it's all the same thoughts for me that this team is always good. It's the same thing. They, they're kind of like Falco in the same way that they have the same kind of team every year and they have to make a decision at some point to go for it and try to win or else you, you'll just always kind of be in dynasty purgatory top four team, but their starting lineups good. I think, I don't think their depth is actually that bad. I think mine is actually worse. Um, they've obviously got one of the three best quarterbacks two, three best quarterbacks. So that helps a lot. The team's good. I think Robinson's probably going to, I can't imagine he's going to sustain this level of production. It has nothing to do with the injury. I just don't, I don't see a world where they don't get Etienne involved a little bit more than they have. Um, I mean, it's coming off an injury. They probably slow start, but it's a good team. They're always in the mix. They can win any week because they have guys that can score a bunch of points. Brady getting divorced mean he's going to play longer. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. He's not have to assume. What the hell would he be doing this for if he wasn't planning to play? I would assume the reason for this is because he told her he doesn't want to stop playing. We don't know. She said it wasn't about football, and so did he. Do you guys feel sad about this? No, like, at, all? at all. No, it, no? it barely registered. I didn't even know it was happening. I kind of. I, I don't like it when people break up. It makes me feel. Sad. Well, yeah, I'm not rooting for it, but like, I don't. It doesn't. I don't feel any kind of way. But you said it doesn't register with you, so. I kind of find it to be funny. To be honest. Oh God. <laughs> like that's I coming also from an own four team. I also don't find it to be a shock. Oh, you mean two really super famous people are not gonna make it? Crazy. <laughs> wow. It's wild. Wow. Their egos got in the way, huh? Oh, unreal. Idiots. Yeah, both of them. This is a good team. I wouldn't be surprised if if we woke up at the end of the year and this is this team's in the finals. It could happen. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could happen. They have guys that pop off. Yep. I'd rather their team than mine right now, for sure. What? Should we move yeah. to your team? Sure. Yep. I um I said something to you, I think earlier today or yesterday. How um, dare you? If we played each other, we'd both be two and two. Yeah. How did you think of that? I think I have been fortunate in that I've got a good team, but it's actually underperformed a little bit. But I've but it actually so here's how I feel about this. It's been me that fantasy football is not won by putting together like a solid lineup it's won by the spike week performances from the stars mm-hmm. and so if you get a couple guys that go off for 30 and you've got a couple quarterbacks to get you 20 and you have a good idp lineup you're going to beat a lot of teams because you're going to score 200 points so the way that i feel about my team right now is i've got Dak back in a week or two he's the best of my three quarterbacks for sure it allows me to push Russ down to Superflex where he belongs because that's a better spot for him. I haven't really gotten anything out of Cooks. Um, 
Mixon is like literally number one in usage, high value touches in the league. And he just, the offensive line there is just not great. And this hasn't been a good situation. So I don't know. I go back and forth like Waller. Waller, I, I assumed was cooked. And then I, I saw a bunch of stuff today about how he's, everything is pointing towards a rebound and maybe he's just starting slow. I don't know. I don't really love my team. I'm going to probably shake it up. I have to decide if I want to make a play. I'm probably and, and get, grab some guys, but I don't know who's available. Like I can't even get Falco to return a text. So it's not like I can, I can load up there and it just doesn't really, I have to find a path, I think, but um, yeah, I'm like lukewarm in my team, to be honest. Before I, we kick it to you, Jesse, what you said, I think makes so much sense. And you said that your, your offensive stars, if they, they can pop off, you'll win a week. And I, I think that's mostly true. If you have a really, solid base of a defense which you've always had those guys will always put up consistent numbers but if you have guys like jamal williams scoring 30 points or Diggs scoring 40 points one week you're gonna win those weeks and Mm -hmm. you have so i i think it's a a great observation you gotta like what you've seen out of kirk so far We, we talked about him earlier but 18 points 22 16 and then a eight-point week last week, which is his worst. He's the receiver, um, I think, seven on the season so far. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, I'm surprised, to be honest. I'm not. He's the, it's a vol- it was a volume play. That was the whole reason for acquiring him. He's the, very clearly the number one receiver there. I, I, it was a bet on Lawrence being what we thought he could be, which is where he's at. I think Peterson's a pretty good coach. I think if I'm going to pick... So Kirk's not a traditional alpha, but my thought process was he's a guy who wins out of the slot. Those guys are always more valuable. He's basically like he's a, a poor he's a poor man's Cooper Cup. They play the same role. Mm. Obviously, I'm not saying he's Cooper Cup. He's very clearly not. But that's those guys find value because you're open. You get open over the middle. So I was expecting that from him because he's the number one there. So that's been a pleasant surprise. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. My team's got a lot of variants. It's it's really hard to tell at this point. It could go anyway. All right, my, my last question then, Jesse, I want to hear from you. Are, are the Detroit Lions better if either Swift or Williams is hurt? The team? Your your fantasy situation. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I felt that way for a long time. If it's just one of them, then they feed yeah. that, that guy. And otherwise, I basically, you play Swift because he's so electric, you have to. He's he's one of those guys, like you said, he could put up 30 in a week very easily because he just gets he gets he gets out there and he gets free. But yeah, it's a lot easier for me when one of them's hurt, to be honest. I don't even care. I play either one. I have no worries either way there. It's easier. So yeah, the answer is definitely yes. I think yeah. the difference is, is that Williams gets the touchdowns yep. and Swift mm-hmm. doesn't, but Swift can still put up 25 points without scoring a touchdown. It defies all logic, to be honest. It's very confusing. I wonder if you'd play both and move like Cooks out. But uh, Jesse, it's what's your thoughts on Matt's team? Yeah, I'm never worried about Matty. He's he always got always, it. Yeah, he might not always have the best team, but he'll always be competitive and find the right deals for the most part. You know, he's not impervious to making bad deals. Looking, mm-hmm. you know, look at Hertz. Um, in hindsight, but, um, I think I I can see where a little bit of his concern is, you know, at wide receiver, he has digs, who's obviously awesome. And then cooks and Kirk, they've both been totally fine. 
but I don't think they're guys that are going to have those monster blowout weeks that can really win you a week. Bateman's done that a couple times. Um, well, once, I guess. Bateman did that against me. Yeah. Right, um, right in my face. Right in your grill. Perfect. You know, <laughs> I think I think if you, you know, ask Maddie under truth serum or something, he'd say Gage and A-Rob have disappointed him greatly yep. um, for what he thought he might have gotten out of them this year. And probably the same with Gainwell. I don't think Gainwell's really done as much as people thought, but that's where, I mean, he just got Sanders, right? I don't think he's, yeah. I don't see him on your roster yet. Cause I was looking at the previous week. So, I mean, that's a, that's a big ad. Sanders has been awesome. Even with Hertz, which normally that running quarterback correlation really hurts the running back, but it hasn't hurt. Hertz has not hurt. Nice. Sanders <laughs> at all. So um, yeah, I'm not worried. I mean, he gets stacked back. Russ still hasn't really gone full Bronco riding or whatever the hell he's doing there. Idiot. He's another idiot. God, I hate this guy. Like, go hang out with fucking Jesus. God, he's so stupid. <laughs> Jesus um, would make time for Russ. Yeah, I'm shopping. Jesus. I'm shopping for a receiver. I'll find one. I'm willing to trade a first and some other guys. Just once everybody fully realizes what. You say you're trading Russ? No, no, no. I'm trading. I'm going to oh. go find a receiver. I'm going to go find another receiver. I'm going to spend and oh. go find one. I misheard that. Yeah. No, no one wants Russ. He's mine. <laughs> Maddie will find a way. I'm not, I'm not worried about him. I mean, I think he always has a good team. He's always in the mix. So that's the nicest thing you've said all podcast. Well, that's not true. I said that. Blanchett and Hawks team, I would not. Yeah. I agreed. I would not be surprised <laughs> if they're in the finals. I think Forrest should absolutely accept the deal in his inbox. Craigie, yeah. Craigie uh, sends premier offers. He and said I said Muldoon stuff. is only a C cup. Yeah, so, I mean those are all very thoughtful <laughs> things. Yeah, thank you for correcting me. Mm-hmm. I stand it's always, corrected. It's always my pleasure. <laughs> we did uh, somebody who's been correcting us all. Who is uh, seventh in your latest stankings? Who we need to we need to go back to the stankings a little bit more. Uh, third on the season so far, scoring eight hundred and forty three points, but nobody can seem to put up any points against him. Three and one nudes. Man, oh man, a world where nudes is good. Oh, you are kidding! He's got six hundred and fifty seven points against. It's the lowest in the whole league by at least fifty. He basically played a, a version of Labrie and Rick every week. Oh, so he's so he yeah, his season starts now. I didn't even look and, at that. And me, he played me yeah. this past week. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's not milk it. Sorry, I didn't want to throw you under the bus. It's okay. You, I mean, I cannot be offended right now. But he he's played, also, but he is scoring points though. You know, he, he has, is scoring a lot of points. Yep. He has the third, the fourth. He's the fourth most points scored, but That's and, good. and he's and he's fourth. By a point. So, yeah. yeah, he doesn't have anything against him, but he is scoring at the same time. So, I think, you know, I just wish he would enjoy it more. I feel like all he does, I think the kid needs to get a fucking job. Go back to work, dudes. Cause <laughs> I think all you do is sit around waiting for Muldoon to do his recap. And Muldoon Which never too, happens. Yeah. And he's too busy being a fucked hard to do his recap on time so you're just sitting there and then you're throwing out gifts and all these fucking stupid comments wanting him to compliment you or compliment the i don't know just who fucking cares nudes enjoy winning man who fucking cares you know what you know what uh 
I wasn't going to bring this up, but it, it's a great segue. One of, one of the moments I knew that I would like you, Jesse, was I think probably five years ago. And I was like hounding you for weeks about trades. And you just go, hey, Hoove, uh, do you have any kids? <laughs> I was like, no. And you're like, oh, okay. And it's like clearly obvious because I'm like messaging you nonstop, like only thinking about fantasy. And sometimes I feel like nudes is in that world of where I was five years ago, where he's just like, fantasy 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 and god i love him for it um but kids definitely put me into things into perspective a little bit that being said he does have kids so i'm slightly worried about them we should we should say real quick on new yeah i'm, I'm always worried about news we should say if he can win this week and rick loses he will officially get himself out of the lifetime basement of the league and i know that's a, that's a goal that he set for himself he's definitely he, done it he did a really good job building a team for this year. He does not have pick. No, he doesn't. He knows that he doesn't. He knows that he's got a win now redraft team and he's going to either have to make a run at it or he's going to have to sell some of those guys for picks. It's kind of a balance. Yeah, he does. Yeah. And he said that. And some of those guys are older, like Henry and Connor. Um, yeah. Even Maybe that's Tyreek. why he's nervous. I'm going to send him some trades tonight. He, needs a, he probably needs a quarterback. I mean, I know he's got Wentz, but... No, he's going to lose a job. Remember I told you about that? Yeah, he's he got is. Mac Jones. He really, should, he really should trade for someone like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Or two yeah that would be an interesting trade, but you know, what would you give up? He doesn't have anything to give up for you. That's um, the thing. He's got to dip into his starting lineup. That's why he's on that tightrope. It's hard. Yeah, he doesn't have any first-round picks, and he only owns one second-rounder. I'll go on record and say I like Garrett Wilson uh, a lot. Yeah, we knew that. We knew that. He was my favorite receiver in the draft. Yep. He's cool. Yeah, I mean, that might be be it for him. That might be his path. We'll see. I mean, he's also got Juju in his starting lineup, and he hasn't really been doing much either. So, yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Nudes does. He can go either way. The ball's in his court and his chin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, let's talk about whispers. Actually, Jesse, before, do you remember saying that to me five years ago? I doubt you do. Um, it was I mean, via I text. I don't remember the exact exchange, but when you, I, I would never have remembered it if you hadn't said it. When you brought it up, there's a part of me that vaguely remembers having some sort of conversation with you like that, but I've probably had that conversation with a lot of people <laughs> because I mean, like you don't have kids or you didn't at the time. I did not uh, No, Maddie doesn't have kids. Rick doesn't have kids. I was always the first friend that had a kid really. So felt like I've always been like, you fucking have kids, dude. Cause like once you have kids, you can't think about this shit all the time. And in fairness to noobs, he does have kids, but he also uh, is out on leave right now for work. So um, I think you know Muldoon refuses to hire him. It's a whole thing. Oh no. <laughs> I was also working with Matt at TripAdvisor, so it was like not really yeah. a job. Not confirmed. So, yeah. Yeah, we did it was not. But let's move on uh to whispers. Maddie, he's six in your stankings. I've been telling you for years, move the kid up. He's unbelievable. 
He scored 978 points this season. And he's had 847 points against him. He's always top two or three in scoring every single yeah. year. And his team isn't even that old. He has uh, Justin Jefferson, who's the best receiver in the league. Cup, who's number two. And then Herbert. That foundation is phenomenal. I fucking love this team, and I hate playing against him. He seems to always pop off against me. And uh, the, the thing that's lacking for him is draft picks. Maybe that's why you have him so low. He, but he's he's hit home runs. Uh, Damian Pierce in the draft, he drafted in, I believe, the, the second round late. Yeah, the end of the second round. Phenomenal I, I boycotted continuing the draft after he took him because that was the guy I was planning to take at 3-1, and I just like let the clock run out for the night. Thank yeah, Wispy knows what he's it. doing. And then Wispy he has Dobbs, who's great. He got drafted in the fourth round. And then uh. George Pickens, another steal in the second. He had a killer draft, and he has a killer team. Yeah, he's got to move up for sure. I um, it's draft picks, for sure, for sure. It's dra- it, most of the reason is draft picks, but he'll definitely need to move up into that top tier. He belongs in that top tier now. It was probably an oversight, but because he'll he'll end up sliding probably just above um, Jesse in the next update, depending on what he does with with trades. Though, so we'll see. I mean, Wispy's team is good. It's always been good. There's never been any debate there. Like his team's always good. He's got he's good good anchors um, at the right spots. The team is a little bit older though. It just is. Like the the cliff could come anytime for some of these guys, and we just don't know it. But it doesn't seem likely. So he definitely needs to move up. He obviously knows what he's doing. He's good with player acquisition. His draft pick stash is a little light. So it's kind of what he's got is what he's got. And one of the other reasons I think that he generally stays where he stays is he doesn't have like, it's not like he has this deep bench that he can pull from either. I mean, he does have pickings depending on what you think of Dobbs. So it's a good Love team. Dobbs. It needs to, it needs to move up. He needs to be he in the top tier Wilson, for sure. Who's a solid three. No, he's not. No, he is not. <laughs> I think he is. It's terrible. I like Zach Wilson. Yeah. I mean, he's got the job. So I'm I guess a buyer. that's one thing. Yeah, we know. You're not a buyer of Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, what do you think of Whispers? Do you agree with me that he's underrated as a, a league member? Um, I No, I think – I don't think he's underrated as a league member. I think everybody loves – maybe if you're talking stanks only, then no. I could – I could get behind that. I don't think underrated as a league member. I think everyone loves whispers. No, I think everybody fears whispers. Um, mm-hmm. Nobody wants to play him. Nope. I, I mean, look what just look what he did this past week. Eckler 32, Pierce oh, 29, Jefferson yeah. 30. I was Cups, there. Cup 22, Kelsey 19. Herbert he really 24. should cut. He really should be cutting Rick in a percentage Dude, of these winnings. It's crazy. Oh, I forgot. Rick. And then he, and then even even on the bench, you know, Jacobs with 36, Pickens with 16, Dobbs with 11, just, you know, like, guys. He nailed days. the draft. He nailed there was the a days. moment on Sunday where uh, one of the reporters goes, and Eckler hasn't scored all season long. Uh-huh. And then they show him diving into the end zone three yeah. times. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. I know. I saw that, Fuck too. Me. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he has a good team. He's going to continue to have a good team. And even I was even looking at his draft picks when we were talking about that. I mean, he has two firsts and four seconds over the next three years. So it's not like he doesn't have anything. He, he yeah. does. Next year, he doesn't have anything. Um, but he does have picks in, in the future. So 
I think he's just he'll be a mainstay. I I think I think if you didn't do what you did this year, Hoover, by moving some of your guys and making some bad decisions. No, I already litigated you, that. Those were good decisions. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't agree with all of them. I think you and Whispers would be the two potential dynasties within this dynasty um, because you both have won and you both had solid cores and you both had future picks to some degree. Obviously, Whispers a lot less. Whispers, I think, has a better core right now than what you had. You had more picks. I think you those kind of balance each other out and you two were the two dynasties within the dynasty. Uh, I just I think he'll be here for a long time. Um, and I'm not going to say that uh, Muldoon said fuck whispers. I would never say no, that no. to whispers that Muldoon said fuck whispers. No, that's in private. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, Wispy's oh. tough. He's tough. He's a tough flower. He's got a good team. He probably he needs to move up in the stanks for sure. He'll he'll get a reassessment in the next uh, next batch of stanks. But also, I kind of like to leave him where he is sometimes because it fuels him, keeps him excited, keeps him interested. So I'm really need, doing it for him. I don't think we need to fuel him anymore. No, probably not. He's been I'm fueled up. His team, his team. Yeah, Nude, nudes has been uh, nudes has been fluffing him for two straight years now. I don't think he needs any more cheerleaders. So yeah, no, he's good. Wispy's a problem. He always is. I think he's the favorite to win, hands down. Okay. Yeah, that that feels right. Yep. Okay. Yep. Our guy, right. the guy. That's I'm... it. Nope. Oh, we're yeah, done. We're... Yeah, yeah no, we we covered. <laughs> yeah, Wispy's the number one we, team. We covered all the teams that needed to be covered. Yeah, I don't think we have any. Is there another team I missed? I thought it was an 11 team league. Yeah. No, we're good. Sub Hoover. Oh, I can't even say with a straight face. Muldoon, the guy I'm a, a, a teammate with in our. So we're in this high stakes league. We drafted an awful team, much to my advice. We need, yeah. we need Etienne. We need Pitts. We need Pitts. Yeah. He's mad at me. We're 0 4 in that league. He's going to write it off like he writes off all those slum oh, houses. Yeah. He, he texted me the other day. He goes, I'll be honest with you. I haven't logged in once. And I was like, oh, neither have I. <laughs> you <laughs> too. You two boners. We have T. Higgins on the bench who's like, yeah, that's a good spot for him. Anyway, yeah, you don't want to play him. Uh, he has 898 points, second most in the league thus far, uh, points for undefeated season, mostly because he's played shit teams. Uh, the the whole season starts coming up this week. Good schedule for him. But uh, Barkley, comeback year. Lamar Jackson, comeback year. And uh, T. Higgins, who I shouldn't have traded away, has been awesome. And then uh, your guy, Drake London. And mm-hmm. uh, Geno Smith. Did you, I saw a stat the other day, Geno Smith outscoring Russell Wilson. Everyone. Wild stuff. Yeah, I don't think that continues. I mean, no. Geno Smith is what he is. There's a reason why he was drafted when he was drafted and why he has not been heard of since his second season. I, I mean, he just played the Lions, so everything's the worst. The right two now. worst passing defenses in the league in a row. Yeah, so let's see what he does next week against New Orleans. Saints. And then he's got to play yeah. the Chargers, which is a decent D. Uh, Tampa Bay, but even though, you know, the Rams, San Fran. Ooh, tough, tough, Uh-oh. tough playoff schedule. Gino. Real bad. San Real Fran, bad. Kansas City. But he can yep. turn to Pickett, no, because Pickett's going to be good. 
Uh, yeah, because you don't want to play Pickett over the next four <laughs> weeks. I know that. But so. there's Mayfield. Who's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is he a buyer? Have you guys talked at all about yeah, Rodgers or saying. Stafford? I know he's out on Stafford, but Rodgers? Surely he's, he's, be uh, he's nibbling a little bit right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's got a bull stick out. Don't tell anybody that. Oh, sure. That this he's nibbling. Private. This is between yeah. friends. Nobody can hear this, right? I'll give him my feather. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I think some. it depends on what day you catch Muldoon. <laughs> One minute he is thinking that, you know, he's just going to do whatever it takes to buy. And then the next day he's just like, eh, I don't really know. Probably because he has a million other things going on in his life. And he's just, you know, skating by, which is why he doesn't do any recaps. And when he does them, they're mediocre at best. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm excited about his Alave obsession. One of my favorite things with Muldoon is when he gets like, there's always one or two guys on his team that he is just, he's so locked in. There's almost no world where he can see, and he'll, he'll, he will admit this. He has lost all objectivity when it comes to these couple of guys on his roster and Alave is one of them. So it's, it's so fun to watch that because he just, and he'll admit it. Like I said, I have that. He gets, yeah, we all, I think we all probably do it, but. I think I was a week a week away from getting a lave. Um, a week I missed it by a week. I went after him right, I think, before week two, like right around right around when week two was being played. And it made an offer and he wrote, it's a good offer. And then he sat on it. And then he ended up not going forward with it. And then he had the game against Carolina and done. Yeah. So, yeah, mm. but I was close to getting a lot of I think maybe Muldoon has a different side of it, but uh, you know, nudes had Higgins and Alave and then traded. <laughs> yeah, news is busy, news is busy this offseason. He was, he was very busy. Oh, he very tr- busy. He traded Alave and a second for Judy, <laughs> Buzz's girlfriend. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then but he got Barkley too. From nudes, right? Or no, Rick. Uh, For two two guys that I have, don't you guys oh, keep man. those names out of your mouth? Oh man, they're decent. Oh wow, gross. <laughs> I think everybody probably was pretty down on Barkley, but you know what? To, to his credit, Muldoon will buy these guys. Hey, he, he's never seen a depressed ass that he hasn't loved. We know that to be true. He does yeah. it every day, so <laughs> he'll buy himself a dump and then give it some time. To build back up, he's he's got a good team. Him and yeah, Wispy are the are the favorites right now because he's got a good team and he's got assets and he can go get what he needs and he's got guys on the bench. Those two right now, as we currently stand, I'd say barring injuries, but we know none of those will occur to to Wispy. We're gonna have to hear about that's Patterson as sure. if that's somehow impactful, as if it fucking matters. You know um, what? But we'll see. You know what? I mean, I don't know that I agree about the assets for Muldoon. He just traded away Sanders for mm-hmm. a couple seconds. He has Dobbins on the bench. Mooney, I like Dobbins a lot. Yeah, which is fine. He has Dobbins. That's great. But he has Mooney. You can't trust Mooney. He has Nico Collins. You can't trust Nico Collins. He has no tight ends to speak of. Rick will take care of him there. He, has he loves Geno, Elijah Moore. He has yep. Geno Smith, who I personally don't think will continue. No, the wheels will fall off. The rest of this year. So I... And he only has one first round pick. Did you? And trade that's him? not until twenty twenty five. Keenan Allen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, good but, trade by both people. 
I, I, I mean, Allen hasn't played us. I think he played like three snaps for me. Um, the, the funny thing about that Allen trade is I, Muldoon and I talk pretty frequently. Obviously, I check in with the guys and uh, he's <laughs> while I was doing my reporting. Yeah, of course. And, and I quote multiple times in the offseason Keenan Allen is going to be dead before the season ends. Keenan Allen's got, he's going to be useless by midseason. So it's, he it's said funny that. to. It's fun. He said that. Yeah. Oh, so it's wow. Funny, you know, because, you know, I traded him well before any of those things. But yeah, he said that my way. I sat on it for a mm-hmm. few days and then I was like, why am I waiting? This is a good, mm-hmm. good trade for me and yeah. for him too, potentially, if Alan could give him even 75%. That's all. You get a couple of weeks out of him and he, he'd be pretty happy about that. Yeah. Agree. Yep. Yeah. No, it's, it's a good team. He'll, he'll make some moves, he'll turn water water into wine london's great london was the right pick at one two he stuck with that that's the pick i would have made there he's the best receiver in this draft it's not going to be particularly close by the time these guys are all done he's just better he's better than all of them let me let me end it with this let's give our playoff teams right now starting with the the winner of the season we think it's going to be either whispers or muldoon as the front runners Mm -hmm. who are the other four in the playoffs jesse you first uh whispers wins the whole thing Okay. Whispers is the league winner. I think he beats. Well, actually, I, I'm just going to say Whispers wins it all. And then the next five playoff teams in no particular order are Muldoon, Maddie, DeBlan, and Hawk, Noodles. And, yeah. and then I think the last team. Oh my in god. Is say it. Yep. Rick. Ooh, who is it? Who is it? Oh, it's Forrest. Yeah. Forrest. Oh my god. No. In. Uh, he'll I'm be out. in by week nine. He'll be in. The reason why I think it's gonna be Forrest is because he uh he has Hertz, and I think Hertz is gonna keep scoring points. And I think if you have a Hertz mm. or a Jackson or an Allen or one of those stud quarterbacks, they can carry you. And I also think that he's going to um, do a couple deals with me and and get better. You know, I might retract my trade. You sound like a man defeated trading assets. Maybe you will have the first <laughs> overall pick. Uh, Jesse. Yes. That is interesting. Um, Thank you. I, I disagree a little bit. But Matt, what's, what are you? Give me your I think the top. I favorite. think the top five. I think... I agree on all first? the top five. Um, it's impossible. You know, if you want no, me to No, just give a that. pick. Come on. We're going to hold oh, you to it. You know what? I, I'm going to pick who I want to win it just because sure. for comedy reasons. I would love Nudes to win. It would be so oh good. God. He wouldn't know what to do with his hands. He j- It would just be gold. He'd, he wouldn't know. He wouldn't want to offend Wispy because of the farm system. You don't want to upset that a little bit. Course. So that would be funny, but I think the top five playoff teams. Whoa, 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 are really quick, much really quick. What? Would New take on a persona after winning, and if so, who? Um. Oh man, I think he would just stay. Is he the I Undertaker? He's, he's more of a pallbearer. If we're going to go down that that path, no, he's. <laughs> you know who Nudes is? Nudes is like the he. He's like uh, maybe he's got a little Brett Michaels in him. <laughs> or Sean Michaels, Sean Michaels. Sorry, not Brett. Yeah. I mean, he could be either one if he likes if he likes his music. But that would be my funniest. But I think Whispers right now. If I had to stack rank the the odds to win, if I had to give you like okay. Vegas lines, sure. Whispers, then Muldoon, um, 
then nudes, then myself, then D bland, the exact rankings we have right now. I think you'll make the playoffs. I think you'll be the succeed. Um, Forrest has too many holes. Falco's a disaster. Craigie just lost some guys that he really can't make up for. Um, I think you'll you'll win enough games because as of right now, you're only two games out of the playoffs because you're going to win the, the points tiebreaker no matter what over all of these teams. You already are and you're going to. So if you, you're not making any trades, your team has to start performing. You have some of the best players. Like it's going to happen. It's inevitable. You're going to be a six seed. And it's going to be really, really disappointing for whoever ends up with the three seed thinking that they had a good season because you're going to be a pain in the ass. So I'd love to be in the four or five zone, get myself okay. a shot at nudes or D bland. But yeah, I think that's the top six. I'll give you mine. Uh, whispers winning it all, playing Muldoon in the finals, uh, then you and then D bland and Hawk. I think uh, Forrest is going to make it. I think. Craigie is going to be the sixth seed and nudes is going to get bounced. Ooh. Wow. Craigie, Craigie, the underdog story. Craigie, Craigie wow. has Hopkins and Watson coming up here. Yeah, but he doesn't get Watson until week 11. Yeah, Watson is going to be too He doesn't late. need it. He doesn't need it. He's going mm. to be just fine. So that's my six. I think I'm going to miss out. I think too many things have to go right for me to, to pull it off. I'd love for to pull it off because being a six seed is I mean, right where I want to be. You're past the hardest part of your schedule. You, your yeah, schedule can't get have, any harder. But you still – you haven't won a game, and you have buys coming up. I haven't. That's true. That's buys true. are in my favor. I have some depth. Well, I have buys in my favor just from matchups alone, and it doesn't matter. I need bye weeks. I'm going to lose next week, though. To who? Oh, wait. I play Rick. Never mind. Oh, wow. I didn't <laughs> – that wasn't a setup. He's not gonna like that. If he stayed oh, listening, God. Oh man, he's gonna be so pissed at Fields Fest. He's gonna get Jesus you. Christ. Okay. It'll be fun. It'll be interesting. I will yeah. say this before we go. Sure. That it's so I think there's a clear top two teams, and I think it's just a mess from there. Like anything, injuries could impact this. Whoever has the biggest nuts to go make some trades could impact this. Like I would rather personally not stuck be stuck in the middle of this and just go for it or not. So I'm going to make a move or two. It's definitely going to happen. And I can't wait. Go for it. Cause those, cause those two up top are definitely in, in their own league right now, but the rest of it is kind of a jumbled mess, but it's fun. We got a lot of teams in it except for you guys and Rick. Yeah. And it'll Lebrun. be a fun season. I, I love yeah. the new schedule. I'm pro schedule. It makes great sense. schedule. Yeah. One of the best. Great job, everybody. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining again. We'll see you in what four weeks. Yep. Every, That's going to be a fun one. Every four weeks. Every four weeks. This is Thank moving. you. This is moving time. Yeah. It's moving time. <laughs> it's the witching hour. <laughs> it's the witching week. <laughs> we might have to do this live from Fields Fest. TBD. We'll see. Oh, baby. <laughs> see ya. Bye. Matt, you stop it. I can always edit it.